going on, guys? Welcome back to the Jeremy Scott Fitness Podcast and Radio Show. Coming at you hot on this Tuesday morning with 10 fun fitness tips for summer. Honestly, uh, any time of year works, but since we are approaching summer here, especially in beautiful Scottsdale, Arizona, sooner than later, I thought I would drop these on you guys today again. I believe we have these over at the blog somewhere, but if you guys dig the audio version, this should do it. So, with that said... Tip number one, your training program and diet do not have an expiration date. Seek out something that can turn into a lifestyle and ultimately last forever if you want to sustain success. That's why I'm not a huge fan of like, oh, and I'm not knocking anybody, but oh, get a beach body in four weeks, bullshit, or uh, oh, do this for 22 days, and then what? What happens on day 23? You know, do this for four weeks, what happens on week number five? I'm not saying you guys can't do little external motivators like little sprint protocols and little fun challenges. I'm 100% about that. If it gets you into a new ritual, routine, and habit of being healthy for the duration. So, don't do things with an expiration date, you guys. I'm not saying don't join different things that have an expiration date. What I'm saying is don't do something that is not sustainable uh, for the long haul, meaning like, oh, I'm going to try you know, the keto diet or I'm going to try to be vegan and you try it for three weeks and like, well, let's say some awesome results come and then you're fed up with it because you were so miserable the whole time you hated it and you go back to your normal life and routine. That to me is just a roller coaster ride of unsuccessful things waiting to happen. Tip number two, fat loss and weight loss are easy once you realize how hard they are. I'll say it again. Fat loss and weight loss are easy once you realize how hard they are. The three most important pieces in this order, you guys, to losing fat, being lean, being healthy. Number one, your mindset. You have to get your mind right about what you're trying to do, what you want to do, what you're willing to do to get there. And you have to be able to look at yourself in a realistic light of what is realistic for you, your body type, your age, your genetics, and the effort you're putting in. And you can't compare yourself to other people. That all kind of goes into the mindset. You can't look at someone else and say, oh, I love their legs or I love their butt and stomach. That's from their mom and dad, not from you. You can't mimic them. You can only be the best that you can be. Remember that shit in not just health and fitness, but everything in your fucking life. And you guys will be winning overall, I promise you. Number two, your nutrition has to be on point. If you truly want to have sustained fat loss and be lean and healthy and happy and look and move and feel the way you want, you have to eat right, real food, macros in check, understanding what it is for you, your body, and your goals. And number three, your training has to be where it needs to be. So if you can truly focus your mind on your goals and what you're doing and be realistic and give it time. It's not a sprint. It's a marathon. Get your nutrition in check and get on a training program that A, benefits you and what you're trying to do, but maybe even more importantly, is something you're having fun with and you're enjoying in the macro. There's micro stuff you're going to hate. Obviously, burpees and things like that suck, but overall, you enjoy it and the results it's bringing you. Tip number three. Do not, and I repeat this, do not buy your food in the same place you put gas in your car. Uh, that should not be the bulk of your meals. Now, if you got to run in quick and grab some beef jerky, almonds, and water, I'm cool with it. Uh, but if you're rocking up in there every day, grabbing those little fake apple pies, uh, eating churros, pizzas, hot dogs, and shit, uh, odds are your body's not going to function at the highest level. So just a little food for thought on that one. Number four, the best time to start working out and eating right was yesterday. 
The next best time is today. Don't wait for tomorrow or what I like to call Magic Monday to start living a healthy life. Monday has no magic power than any other day of the week. So time is running out on everything. Don't wait until it's May 14th to get in shape for June. That is just ridiculous to me. So again, you guys, the best time to start working out and being active was yesterday. Since yesterday is gone, the next best time is today. And again, no day is magic. Don't sit and wait till Monday to start something new. If you're listening to this right now, get up off your ass, go do something, be productive, put some sweat equity into the bank, if you will, and uh, and you can collect on those results a little bit sooner than later. Number five, for the average couch to athlete, your workouts uh, on average should take no more than probably 30 to 40 minutes to finish. It's about the effort and intensity, not the duration. The longer and the more drawn out workouts last, you're on the greater risk of injury, negative hormonal side effects, and just shitty form, and basically coasting and just wasting time. Uh, I've never met anybody yet. Anybody who disagrees with me, please shoot me a message, send me a video. I'd love to have you come in here uh, and train with me. Uh, I've never met anybody yet who can go 40 minutes, 100% all-out max effort without turning it off even a little bit. Just there's no there's no way you can get on the assault bike for 40 minutes and just crush out 30 calories a minute every minute for 40 minutes. It just isn't going to happen. My point being is, it's about the intensity and the effort, not the duration of the workouts. I mean, a lot of people would tell me they work out two hours a day, um, and they look like they don't train at all. So take that for what it is. Number six, eat something green every day. Simply throwing a handful of kale or spinach into your protein shake and blending it up is an easy fix. It turns it green, but you can't even taste it. That's the beauty of it. If you don't like veggies, I'm sorry. It's just a necessary evil for life. You can do things like A, throwing them in the shakes. Powder greens are a great option. But again, you guys, they're packed with antioxidants, micronutrients, and quality dietary fiber. And if you cook them right and season them right, you can make anything taste sexy or at least palatable enough for you guys to choke it down you know once or twice a day and i promise you uh the payoff is worth it number seven move around every single day and be active uh it's a simple one but oftentimes overlooked for people just find something you love to do and choose activities you enjoy be it yoga lifting shooting hoops zumba whatever it is just move your body through space uh it's a gift that you can and uh, it feels good when you do it you you get a sweat we can breathe uh it's a nice feeling uh, once it's done oftentimes sucks being in it but we're always happy it is done once it's over number eight uh, i've said this before in a lot of podcasts you guys this is a jim Rohn classic you're the average of the five people you associate with the most so surround yourself with an inner circle of people who can help you be successful your health and fitness lifestyle is no different than anything else in your life if you hang out with people who drink beer and lay on their ass all day odds are you'll be really great at drinking beer and laying on your ass if you hang out with people who are healthy and fit and care about how they eat and how they train and how they live their life odds are you'll be Somewhat of a mix in the same. So if you can, uh, become friends with healthy people or be part of a community. Uh, It's the easiest way to get it done. Number nine, don't focus on the scale. The scale is just a number. It can only measure the mass of you as a human. It doesn't differentiate between muscle and fat. Instead, focus on how your clothes fit, how you look in the mirror. More importantly, how you feel every single day. If you want to dig down and go body fat, uh, I'm cool with that too. But again, you guys... So many people let the scale ruin their life and ruin their day, meaning they're having a great day, they're working hard, they're eating right, they're making progress. They step on the scale and it shows them one, they they thought it was going to say 132 and it says 139 and they get depressed and sad and then they beat themselves up about it. I just don't see the point in that. It's just an arbitrary number. So I'll put it this way. You look the same either way. 
So if you felt good and you stepped onto it and it said 132, and then you stepped on it and it says 139 instead, and now you're depressed, you look the same no matter what the number says. So if we recalibrated your scale to say 131, all of a sudden you'd have an amazing day, you have to understand and see how ridiculous that is. It's kind of like people who compete for that matter. Like when you get on stage, and you're happy with how you look and how you train, you think you're awesome, and you place ninth instead of first, and you're depressed and pissed off. But if you look the same, isn't that what it's about anyway, not some arbitrary number or placing? Just take that for what it is, you guys. Don't let the scale dictate your happiness or success. It's just a one metric and one measure of progress, and it's a, a shitty one and a poor one, and it's very singular at that. It's like you're trying to be you know, the all-around best athlete, and you're not the greatest you know, on the rower, but you can ski and you can run and you can skip and you can squat and you can deadlift and you can bench press, but you just might not happen to be great at just one singular thing. To me, that's what the scale is. It's just a one a one trick pony and it's uh, not that fancy of a trick that it can give you. And number 10, uh, do not keep junk food in your house. This should go without saying. Uh, this is a way you can really avoid a lot of, I guess, fuck-ups along the way. Um, When the cravings hit and the urge hits, you have to actually leave your house. It has to be this premeditated choice to grab your keys and your wallet and get in your car and drive somewhere to go purchase something to make a bad choice. I find that if you don't have it around you uh, directly and uh, having to actually go out and get it, it does cut down on the cheats throughout the week and the kind of mental slip-ups as you roll through it. So please do not keep junk food in your house. If you do like we do at our house, I go to the grocery store almost every single day. It is super annoying almost like European style, but we buy the food we make for the day. Um, that's kind of how we roll. We do cook some healthy stuff in bulk, but we don't buy you know, things like chips and cookies and, and multiple serving things because uh, I can't handle them. I'm just to the point now where I can actually kind of buy peanut butter and have a jar at my house because it used to be just me with a single serving packets because I would eat a whole jar in a day. So know who you are, know your personality style, take those 10 tips with you as we get ready and fit for summer. But if you guys want to hear anything specific, hit me up. But until next time, eat well, train hard, be nice to people, and please keep doing shit you love. People you enjoy your life is too short not to. I'll talk to you guys next time. Peace.